Professional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 201. Uh, what a uh, fantastic accomplishment to get past 200. I, I really, I, I, I'm so grateful for those of you who reached out to me over the last week and just, uh, uh, you know, congratulated me on 200. Some of you sent texts, others uh, through Instagram, but I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, 200 is a kind of a milestone. It's a big deal. Uh, and I, I'm really grateful that we've been able to work through this together. Uh, we're coming up in the next month and a half on our two year anniversary. So I'm excited that we've been able to uh, get through uh, so many episodes. But on top of that, being able to even get the devotional out too was pretty extraordinary. So all these different things, again, just so thankful. Some, many of you have been here from the beginning, and I, I'm, I'm thankful. Many of you who give on Patreon, so thankful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, for all of you who continue to support in many different ways through listening, many of you donate, uh, just really, and, and a lot of you have bought the devotional. So really appreciate that. Thank you so much for all the support. This has been a crazy season for me. I, I talked about it in the last episode, but I've been speaking all over the place, and I was actually supposed to be up in Northern California uh, this week, actually today, speaking at a camp up there, but they canceled it because of COVID. So uh, I'm able to be here on the front porch, able to kind of dial back in and uh, make sure that we're kind of working through uh, these different podcasts that we're learning and growing in, and, and if you if you uh, listen to uh, episode 200, what you'll know is that we launched, uh, we're, we're going through the Lord's Prayer. So what I would say is, if uh, you can listen to this one if you want, but I would go back to episode 200, listen to that one. That's going to help you help bring a little more context to this particular episode. Uh, but we'll be going through the second part of the Lord's Prayer um, and, and the way they divide the Lord's Prayer up is, you know, many different ways that people do it, but this is the way that I'll be doing it. Um, so uh, if you uh, are listening to this for the first time, go back and listen to 200, uh, episode 200. It's going to help bring some more context to where we'll be going to today. Uh, before I do that, thanks to all of you who listen. Thanks to the, those of you, once again, who donate. And then don't forget, the devotional is ready for you to buy if you want on Amazon. Uh, just go to Amazon, type in the search engine front porch devotional, and you can get your copy of the game today. It's pretty cool. Okay, here we go. Uh, Matthew six ten, the Lord's Prayer. The second part of the Lord's Prayer goes like this. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven within this particular uh part of the lord's prayer there is something that's very right and there is something that is very wrong as we go through that particular passage and which reminded me like every time i eat at mcdonald's there is something so right about eating at McDonald's. It is so nostalgic for me. I, I grew up where we never ate out. Like my mom cooked for us. I loved her cooking. Like and uh, But we rarely went out to restaurants. I don't remember going out a ton as a kid. But when we did, we typically 
would go to McDonald's, right? And uh, so I have a few memories as a child. Uh, I remember my mom, uh, for almost every one of my birthdays growing up, would bring me an egg McMuffin, a sausage egg McMuffin. And can I just tell you, still good. Still good to this day. Every time I go to McDonald's and get a sausage and cheese and egg McMuffin, it just makes my day. But a part of it is it transports me back to my childhood where my mom used to bring that to me uh, in the morning when I woke up for my birthday. So and I remember that. I remember my dad and I every once in a while would hang out there and uh, and get you know burger, fries, Big Mac, fries, or something like that. So every time I eat at McDonald's, like I'm like, this is so bad for me. It's so bad. Like now they list out all the stuff, how many calories, all that. No. Like, and I lived in California for five years. They're even more detailed about what they lay out for you. Yeah, it's horrible for you. It's not good. But every time I eat it, I'm always like, this is so good. The fries, so good. The best Coke, I don't care. I'd love to have this debate with somebody. McDonald's Coke is the best Coke. They have a whole process. You can watch it on YouTube about why it's the best Coke. It is the best Coke. It's so good. The French fries, so good. I know they put sugar in them. I don't really care because they're so, so good. But there's something so good, yet there is something so bad. Intrinsic in this passage is there's something very, very good, right? His kingdom can come as a result like he's telling us to pray for his kingdom to come like he's inviting us into that that's such a beautiful thing that's a good thing but the bad news is he's inviting us to pray for his kingdom to be to come into his will to be done because the reality is is stuff's broken like it's not the way that it should be and so the good news is is that he is inviting us to pray this way the bad news is is that we don't live in this utopia where everything's fine. Like, if you just watch any form of news or read any form of newspaper, you will find there's stuff that's broken in this world. And so Jesus is inviting us to pray a very bold, very beautiful prayer. But if you don't mind, I have to get on a little bit of a soapbox here because as I started working through this passage and studying it, and if you listen to episode 200, you'll, you'll know that I preached a message a couple weeks ago. And this, it, I mean, as I studied through this passage for a couple weeks, it rocked my world. But one of the things that stood out, and I've been processing through the last 18 months, is that everyone, for the most part, not everyone, but most people talk about uh, the, the, and when they talk about the end times, their ecclesiology, or sorry, their eschatology, ecclesiology has to do with your church, like the church. Eschatology has to do with uh, what end times, right? So as people talk about eschatology, and this passage kind of presents some things for us, um, they talk about in this last 18 months, like, okay, stuff's getting bad. So that must mean that Jesus is returning. In fact, I've heard a lot of pray, people pray, like, get me out of here, Lord, all done, done with it, right? And what's so interesting about this particular passage is that's not what it's saying at all, at all. In fact, I find it so interesting as it relates to any time that there's something negative happening in our culture or there feels like some form of oppression 
of any form, people just assume it's time to get out. They always lean into the negative. We are prone to the negative. We lean into the negative without us really seeing holistically what the the scriptures are inviting us into. This passage included, and in 1 Peter, he actually talks about, listen, what hastens the day of Christ is something very positive. It's believers in Jesus Christ obeying. That hastens the day of Christ. That brings the day of Christ near. But so often we're just trying to get out of here. Like, ah, man, stuff's hard. It, you know, politically it's weird. Racially it's weird. Like, economically it's weird, right? So that must mean it's time for me to jet out of here. And, and, and Jesus is like, no, that's not how I told you to pray. I, pray I, I, I told you to pray for my kingdom to come and my will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, I think so often we're trying to get out of here rather than acknowledging that he is here. Listen, if you don't walk away from this podcast with understanding this, I just need you to get this. He is here. That's the best thing about what Jesus did is he released the spirit of God to inhabit us as the temple of God. He is here. Right. And but it's I find it so interesting. We're so busy getting out of here that we're not embracing in 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 enjoying his presence here, joining him in his mission here, joining him in what he's invited us to right here, right now. And how this passage should impact your life is you should you and I both should be going, look, how do I invite the kingdom into every day, right? This prayer that Jesus is inviting us into, which is really a format, a, a structure in which we are to live our lives, right? It's a daily prayer. It's a daily way in which we're to live our lives. Like he doesn't, he doesn't promise us tomorrow. He only promises us today. So he's inviting us to pray and believe into this today, which means how am I inviting the kingdom of God into every part of my life? Every part, my marriage, my kids, my family, my singleness. Some of you are single. How are you inviting them into that? Your dating life, your working life, your finances, every part. How are you inviting his kingdom come and his will to be done in every aspect of your life because it's not some far off thing i think so often we think of this you know and we talked about this in episode 200 like god's some agnostic being that's out there waiting for us to show up and instead what we need to do is reframe it in light of scripture and say no 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 he's here he's here And how great, how beautiful we get to have intimacy with God here that we then carry into eternity. But he is here. Are we living that way? Are we living an anticipatory lifestyle that is inviting the kingdom of God into every aspect of our life, every way we live our life? That's what it, it means to pray this, to live this out. And it's really important. 
powerful. This is so powerful. And it's such a gift. And that's why Jesus is like, listen, pray this every day. But don't just pray it. Live it out. And what I love about this declaration, I love this about this declaration, is that it's trying, this declaration is about getting earth out of us. It's getting earth out of us. It's going, the realities of heaven have been released to us as a result of Jesus' death and resurrection. Our job is to kind of reframe, refocus, and live in this upside-down kingdom that God's invited us into, where the first shall be last, and the last shall be first, the weak shall be strong, and so on and so forth. That's what we how we are to live. In the context of the whole Sermon of the Mount, which this particular prayer ends up finding itself, it's all about the righteousness of God and what it means to live into this righteous uh, lifestyle in the kingdom of God that he's invited us into, which means we got to get earth out of us and invite the kingdom in. This is what, you know, when Paul's talking about this, he uses language like this. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but Christ who lives in me. It's about getting this out of me. I want to die to this world and I want to take on Jesus. I want to invite his kingdom into every way that I'm living my life. Every part of it. And I think so often people just want to get out of here instead of going, no, 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 the kingdom's here. Invite the kingdom of heaven to invade earth. Because we, when we get earth out of us, heaven will invade. So, and this is why Jesus is wanting us to pray this way. He's wanting this to be a structure in, that he's inviting us into that will revolutionize the way, not only with that we pray, but the way we live. And this is why it's so important. So instead of just saying this, praying this, your, your, will be, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, what would it look like for it to invade every single moment of your life, every part of your day? And so the question I have on top of the one I just posed there was what is preventing you from bringing heaven to earth? Truly, what is preventing you from bringing heaven to earth? Father, you are a God, and you love us, and you see us, and you know us, and you're holy. We want your kingdom to come, and your will be to, to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Help us get earth out of us so we can experience heaven here right now with you. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you.